Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a proud production of ITM Media. Good day to all the rambling about racing fans out there and rambling about racing nation here for episode 180, I can't believe that, of rambling about racing. Matt Beamer here joined by the one and only Charlie Kirkus from South Alabama. How's it going, Charlie? Oh, it's going good. You know, another week, another day of coming home, cooking dinner and doing homework. Another uh, day closer to daughter, retirement. Uh, do what? Another day closer to retirement, as I would say. Yeah, I guess you can look at it that way. That's a, that's how I'll always look at it until the day I retire or hit that or hit a lottery or hit that billion dollar lottery that's out there, buddy. But yeah, yeah. man, uh, we were hoping to have all four of us here. Of course, Preston has been kind of in a black hole here, but uh, he is still going through a little bit of an issue with his surgery upcoming and everything like that. We're just bearing with him bearing along with him i should say and then i was hoping to have austin on here he might still show up here it is what it is when it comes to that but uh yeah we just have uh, quite a bit to talk about here charlie we have the roval that just wrapped up we're gonna preview las vegas coming up here yeah. for the round of eight which is crazy that how fast this year has flown by when it comes it has, to nascar it's, it's, you know considering there's only four races left in the year so it has yeah. definitely one more month definitely flown by one more month of NASCAR and then we're on hold until 2024. I can't believe it, man. But yeah, one more round and then a championship round for NASCAR, at least for the Cup Series. Truck and Xfinity are still winding it down as we speak. There all will come ahead there at the Phoenix Raceway there in Arizona here in the next month. Again, crazy to say, but. Working everything going well. I understand uh, here a week ago you went to Atlanta to do some training, and I hope that went yeah, well. I'll be, I'll be back there beginning of the month as well. So a little this, a little that here and there. 75 days till Christmas. Wow, that's even crazier. 75 more days till <laughs> Christmas. And yep. uh, let's see, as as we're recording this on the 11th, 20, 30 day, 20 days till Halloween. And then another 30 days after that till Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday. And then, yeah, Christmas and then New Year's. And then we start it all over again. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're doing well. Hope everyone out there is in Rambling Moderations doing well at all. If this is your first time listening, you like the episode, let us know on the on your podcast platform ratings. Give us a rating. 
drop a comment it would do nothing but help us out help us climb the charts if you have thank you if you haven't already and you like the show go ahead and get, leave us a rating and comments here got a lot of moving parts here coming up for 2024 season six coming up here but we will put those dominoes in order and then let them fall where they may but charlie we got some news to talk about so you want to hit the news let's do it because you know we, we put out the notes earlier but there's a couple things that happened there's today. a couple things so, that happened since then so let's go ahead and hit the news yep and the news here, the first thing I got on my list here from the notes here is Matt Kenseth was named competition director for Legacy Motor Club. What do you think of that? Because this is kind of out of the blue. I thought Matt Kenseth was done retired after he took over for Kyle Larson there in the 2020 season. And he just kind of faded into the sunset, became a NASCAR Hall of Famer. And now he's right back in it, helping out yeah. old Jimmy Johnson and old Petty Richard Petty with his race team. I, oh, yeah, oh. I would. And we do have this. Oh, wait. Well, Austin is kind of kicked here. Or not kicked here. He has yet to set up an audio device there. But, yeah, go ahead. We're talking about Matt Kenseth here. We got Austin in the waiting room here. He's just got to connect his microphone and stuff. But, yeah, Matt Kenseth. So, yeah, I wish I could say I was surprised, but I'm not. Because you've seen the same thing with people like Mark Martin already as well. So, I guess that's becoming more of a more of a thing in the past few years yeah it, it i guess so but i don't remember seeing mark martin at the racetrack in a long time true you know i mean uh, i guess either because it isn't like he's a dale jared and he's a commentator or kyle petty or anything like that he's not commentating he's just kind of faded away right and then a few years later he shows back up now do i think it, it could work out for legacy motor club yeah I mean, Jeff Gordon does the same thing for Hendrick Motorsports. Of course, Hendrick Motorsports and Jeff Gordon are both right there oh, yeah. side by side and, and just hand in hand throughout Jeff's career. But Kenseth, yeah. man, that's out of, I feel maybe well, just helping I, out a friend, you know, Jimmy Johnson. I, I, it's got to do nothing but help because, to be honest with you, this year, I don't know how much Jimmy Johnson's actually been around the team with all that other that was going on. So to have somebody with the amount of experience that Kenseth does come in and kind of, you know, possibly fill a void so to speak yeah i think so too i mean legacy motor club hasn't really lit up the headlines here they've had a few good runs there with eric jones and i would say with noah gregson they were doing well but that that was that just went away very fast yeah we'll have to wait and see on that i wish nothing but the best for them and but we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that and I, I don't know if it's a good thing a bad thing a publicity stunt it could be doing nothing but Good things for Legacy Motor Club right there, and that's just our two cents right there. Uh, anything else about that? Short, sweet, to the point on that one. Yeah, there's really not much to talk about. Kind of out of right field, but it is what it is. And the next piece of news, and this isn't, this is the breaking news here. Sheldon Creed and mm-hmm. Richard Childress Racing parting ways at the end of this season. Yep. First things first. You surprised about that? Yeah, I guess I am a little bit surprised at it although you know his his performance this year has been kind of up and down i guess it is true what they say it came at a bad time i I think you know some announcements i just think are meant for the end of the season and not with like a month to go in the season correct but here is his statement right here this is from i'm guessing sheldon creed right here we have decided to leave and this is this is a weird statement here if you ask me we have decided to leave Richard Childress Racing at the end of 2023 Xfinity season. R.C. Hart and Willen, Wilhen, Wilhen, or something. Willen, like Willen. Thank you. My gosh, I can't. I'm, I'm not a good reader, dude, and that's why I'm a fireman. <laughs> Giving me the first opportunity out out of the truck series, 
and hasn't gone. Um, although we haven't gotten the wins at all the racetracks we wish to of, I'll be forever grateful for the friendships, hard work, learning, and growing we have done. Additionally, I can't thank Will enough for what they're doing and they're in to support me and our team. Extremely excited to share my 2024 plans with you soon. Now, when he says we have decided to leave Richard Childress race, and I take it he's taking Willen with him. And, Possibly. And, who, and who's you we? Know, when, he, when he's speaking that way. It isn't I decided to leave Richard Childress race, and we. And he mentioned Willen in there one, two times, a couple times in, the, in that statement. Maybe Richard Childress racing was like, hey, you're not performing. You're going to get cut. It's like, well, if I'm going to get cut, I'm going to bring Will in with me. And where's he going to go? Maybe somewhere else there in the Xfinity series. I don't know of any rides that are open offhand. Because yeah. I know um, after following the Roval, it looks like A.J. Allmendinger is going to go back down to the Xfinity series. Because let's face it, he does better in the Xfinity series does, than he does in the Cup series, even with those couple wins. But it's all at road courses. Correct. So yeah, he was way more competitive in the Xfinity. Yeah. Um, yes, he was good on the road courses, but he was he was a little bit more competitive all your all your mile and a half and mile and stuff like that in the Xfinity series, where he's just he's not there in the Cup series. No, he's not, and it's unfortunate to say because this is like his third run in the Cup series. You think he'd figure it out by now, AJ Allmendinger? We're kind of shifting gears here, but it is silly season. But I just don't know where Sheldon Creed would end would end up. I don't either, right offhand. Not when you you know already have like Enfinger and stuff looking for a ride at the end of this year with GMS closing the stables down. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts here. Could he find himself back in the Truck Series? Yeah, possibly if if everything falls into place right there. Right. Again, it's just one of those we'll have to wait and see things, just like the Matt Kenseth news. I, it, this this kind of came out of right field. I mean, I know this is his, what this is Sheldon's first year in the Xfinity series, mm-hmm. so it isn't like he had time to develop. And he was in a good team with Richard Childress Racing. Austin Hill's been doing great. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Who's coming in to fill that seat? Maybe someone. Maybe I mean, just kind of throwing it out there. Does the Benedetto have a ride? Good Matt mm-hmm. Benedetto get a break at the. Xfinity no, series? but I don't. Honestly, I don't see Childress taking a chance on him. No, I don't. Either. I'm just kind of spitballing. Like, what if? What if it's the Benedetto? What if it's Noah Gregson? What if it is Noah Gregson? I mean, that's just as good, if any, when it comes to a, a, a potential person being in that ride. Noah Gregson, I think, deserves a second chance. I mean, heck, if Kyle Larson got a second chance, why can't Noah Gregson? Right. Oh, I mean, we'll have to rate. No, Gregson's a great pick, and no, or a great possible pick. I think Matt Benedetto's probably in the running. I'm, I'm sure they've at least considered him. He's available. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I think Matty D may have just had all the opportunities that he's going to get. Maybe. Just, so, well, just with maybe. him not returning to his ride, you know, Creek could fill that one. Cole Custer, there's another one. I there's a question mark next to his name at Stewart Haas Racing in that double zero zero. Blaine Perkins, yeah. I mean, and from a motorsports Chevy, our motorsports Chevy. I'm trying to look at it here. Brandon Poole, maybe not. All guy are staking with Joe Get, uh, Junior Motorsports. Sammy Smith moving up. Uh, let's see here. Brandon Jones, Colleg Racing has an open spot here. I don't know if maybe he'll he's trying to move over to Colleg. If Colleg just had him better. No, that's where all that's where Almondinger's going to end up. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two there's two spots because Hemrick is moving up to, for, from the Xfinity to the Cup Series for Colleg in 2024. That's true. 
Haley <laughs> Deegan is is off to Chandler Smith. He's with Colleg, but that's probably going to stay there. Mm-hmm. Joe uh, John Hunter Nemechek, that's a no go. Austin Hill, but I mean, who's going to drive that two car? And there's nobody on there right now. Creed will not return. Driver to, to be determined. So, but the sponsor's still under there. So, I mean, this is crazy. Just how sudden this was. Because yeah, I mean, he didn't even finish the year. Didn't see that one coming. I mean, shades of shades of Matt Benedetto there at Talladega. He just they just said, "No, you're done." Yeah, I'll still argue that Matty D kind of set himself up for that one. So with his, because he had made a statement about something first. So can we think of any more news? I could think of one more piece of news, and it has to do with the. 2024 NASCAR schedule. I listened to the guys from Blind Spot and they talked about it a little bit. And of course, it came out after we were done mm-hmm. with the whole recording a couple of weeks ago. And I want to bring that up to you because there are some things on there that are good, some things on there that are bad, and some things I think every NASCAR fan can agree needs to change. And my first one is this coming up for this for you. Darlington is no longer part of the playoffs. It is now the cutoff race. Daytona isn't the cutoff race, but Darlington is. Good or bad? I say good just for the fact that you have Talladega as a cutoff race as it is for for one of the rounds. No, Talladega is still in the middle of the round of 12, and it's the Roval. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's back on there. Uh, So did that? I guess I need to pull the schedule up and refresh myself on that. Yeah, I think it's just uh, so crazy. Is, is, so is Daytona going to be the week before Darlington? Darlington? Correct. It took the place of, I think, Watkins Glen. Daytona took the place of Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen is now in the round of 16. So you have road courses okay. in two I, of the I three that. two of the three rounds, or I guess two out of the four rounds here in the NASCAR schedule coming up here for 2024. Now, what I don't like about that is... Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were complaining we wanted to see more road course racing in the playoffs. I think one right. is one is just enough. I would say if, if you're bringing if you're if they were talking about trying to bring in somewhere else other than Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen has always seemed to be a pretty fun race to watch. I, I could see where they do that and the Roval because the Roval's always been competitive ever since they manufactured that track. <laughs> and look who we have back. As soon as they can unmute the mic. Awesome. Hey, finally got it figured oh out. Oh, my gosh. Bump, bum, bum, bum. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening to Ramon Bad Racing, Austin Reeves is back. Spotter for the number 83 Cup Light team there at South Alabama Speedway. And a good friend, I dare say, of the show who's been away for a while because, again, I messed up. But now he's back. And before we move on any further with the schedule, Austin, How's it going down there? How are the twins? How's your wife? How's everything? Uh, we're all doing good. Kids are growing. Uh, Kaylin just uh, had surgery here two weeks ago, so she's recouping from that. Um, good. Other than that, we're just living life. Good. and Taking I, it day by day. I have to say, you coming back and Charlie coming back just brings me back to Talladega, me walking into the ladies' bathroom, the whole nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we uh, So, we're starting to Talladega. <laughs> yeah, it, we're planning to actually maybe do the Roval race next year. So watch out for Ramble about racing TBD. But Allison, I'm glad you're doing well. Want to get your thoughts here since you're coming right onto the show. Hit you with the fastball here real quick. 2024 NASCAR Cup Series schedule it has been released by NASCAR, although be it a little later than we all expected. And Charlie and I were just talking about one. 
Darlington has taken the place for the cutoff before the playoffs by Daytona. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I kind of like the cutoff race being Daytona because you got people trying to point their way in, and then there's that one lucky driver that could, you know, miss all the wrecks and race their way in. I don't, I mean, Darlington might be a good call, but I would rather see Daytona be there. Right. I would too, because Darlington to me is a, especially for the Southern 500, what better way to kick off the playoffs than the Southern 500 there at Darlington, especially now that the the throwback weekend has gone to the Mother's Day weekend. Not a big fan of that again. But now it's five twelve. I don't know if that's Mother's Day or not. It sounds like that's a Mother's Day weekend. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of with you, Austin. Not a big fan of it. Charlie's okay with it. Yeah, but that's only because the super speedways and with it being the last race, even races during the year. Look at Stenhouse. It also gives the opportunity for somebody to make the playoffs that's going to just get put out in the first round. True. So uh, you know, I just feel like if if we're going to do. 16 cars let's have 16 that fairly competitive week in and week out and don't just look up and win at a super speedway but don't really do crap else during the rest of the year right and then um austin we charlie and i were talking about this Watkins glenn added to the playoffs into the round of 16 what do you think of that i don't know Watkins Glen's a pretty good road course. I don't foresee having two in the playoffs but well now we got the roval and Watkins glenn in the playoffs and I think that's a lot of people just complaining that we didn't see enough road courses in the playoffs, which to me, I think one's enough. I remember back in the day where it was only two road courses, Sonoma and Watkins Glen, and that was it. Quite happy with two. Now we have on this schedule, Circuit of the Americas, Watkins Glen, the Roval, Chicago Street Course, and I'm looking for Sonoma here, making sure that's still on. Yep, and Sonoma. So we, now we got five on the schedule. Okay, well, it went, it went to five from... What seven last year? No, we 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 had because they took away the Indy Road Course, which are going back to the Oval, which I'm happy with that. Yep, but and last year they raced that, didn't they? Run at Road America? They did run at Road America. Okay, you're well, at seven. Okay, you're you're right there. So so you win. The ones that complain about road courses, well, you know, we took two of them away. Yeah, we're tr- we're trading gave the actual Brickyard 400 back. Yeah, and. In exchange, we moved one road course race mm-hmm. to the playoffs. Yeah, we did. And it's not a big deal. I mean, I don't think it's going to make a hill of beans of difference. It's going to be a good playoffs, except for the fact that, again, the Phoenix race is going to be the bookend of the season. And I'm I'm not happy about that. I would much rather have been someone else or somewhere else, as I think a lot of people are. I don't think Phoenix is a good place to have two races, let alone the championship race. Yeah, it should have been Watkins going in. You think so? A road no. course for a championship? I was about to say. <laughs> you think so? I don't think that would I mean, be a good look, idea. Throw the, throw the Roval in there at the, as a championship race. I'd be more happy with the Roval than Watkins Glen for a championship I know. race. I'd say they run a figure eight race. Yeah, that could be it, too. That could be a, a, in the cards. Standing. It could be in the uh, cards here. But I don't think I would watch it if they ran a figure. No, I don't race. think I don't think I'll, I was joking. Anyways. I, Austin, I know you were joking, buddy. But one more addition to the schedule here is the addition of Iowa. What do you guys think of that? I mean, that's kind of that was kind of we saw the announcement a few weeks ago, but it's official now. Definitely official now. Iowa back on the schedule or on the schedule. Good or bad? I like it. You know, I wish we had pretty sure we only have one, but I wish we had two Dover races. So I, I enjoy the. Track's bigger than a half mile, but less than a mile and a half, if that makes sense. So 
just seems like they're always, you know, it's always good racing. Right. I mean, we'll have to wait and see on that one. I keep saying that. That's going to be the name of the episode. We'll have to wait and see, but it is what it is. So it's, it's in between a short track and a mile and a half. Yeah, I was one yeah, of those I weird think tracks. Like, uh, one point two or one point three. Yeah, it's kind of like a a Bristol, just kind of a Bristol, just stretched out a little. I think I think actually Rusty Wallace owns it, if I'm not mistaken. I know I think IndyCar races there too. But, so I don't I know much. I don't know much about it to be honest with I you. Have. I think Xfinity ran there a few times, but just don't know much about it. I have to do research on that. I guess it just really wasn't on my radar. And when I saw the announcement, it's like really. But that was it for the news, unless you guys have anything else. No, that's that's it for me. All right, Austin, you have that's any? That's all I can think of. You got any other news, Austin? No, not that I can think of. I came in a little late, so I'll it, just... It's okay, it. buddy. At least you're here. At least you're I, here. That's all so that matters. Iowa is .875 miles. Wow. So it's bigger... It's bigger it's than It's smaller Bristol. than Dover, but bigger than Richmond. And Oh, and speaking of Bristol here, no more dirt races. Happy about that. Yeah, I, I'd have to say I'm actually happy about that. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't like the trucks that ran, you know, when they were running Eldora. And no, it wasn't. The, the trucks were actually somewhat dirt tracking it, whereas, sure, they, they're kicking the rear end out just a little bit in the Cup Series, but it's not it's not dirt racing. No, it's not, but it, it, it's still, it was a good chance. It was a good try. Marcus Smith, kudos to trying. I'm glad you just saw the writing on the wall. But I will say this, Marcus Smith, don't get rid of the Roval. Excellent race every year there. Something always happens, and it's a good cutoff race, I feel. Yeah, for, I agree. For the Cup Series. But any other anything else before we get into Hey Man? No. Yeah. All right. Folks, it's been a while since I did an update on our stores at Teespring and Bonfire, but guess what? They're still there. All your latest and greatest rambling about racing merchandise from t-shirts, hoodies, hats, pint glasses, so much more can be found at teespring.com and our bonfire stores. Just follow the links in the the podcast description or I guess we could say YouTube descriptions as well if you're watching us on YouTube. And head over there to our stores and you can find all the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear including our lineup from Bonfire our anyone but lineup yes our anyone but lineup if you don't like if you don't like a driver buy the shirt that you say anyone but my personal favorite chase elliott and go ahead and wear that around the track and you might have to buy a beer or two for people but hey it's all in good fun here we're all race fans here head over to those stores that's teespring and bonfire again links in the podcast description and youtube descriptions go check them out All right, before we continue on here with this episode, wanted to tell you, remind everyone out there about our partnership with Devo's Outdoor Lining, where you could get any type of lining for any type of situation that you will need, whether it's tailgating, camping, emergency roadside stuff. Devo's Outdoor Lining has you covered. Been a proud partner of the show for a year now, and I figured with all their help and generosity for the show, they deserve their own ad read, and so I'm going to give it to them right now. Head over to DevilsOutdoor.com, use discount code RAMBLING at checkout, and you will receive 10% off of your order. And that would not only help us out here at Rambling About Racing, but you get quality lights for any situation that you will need. Again, whether it's tailgating, outdoor barbecue, camping, you name it, you Devils Outdoor Lining has you covered as far as 
illumination for your party or emergency roadside situation. Not hoping that you'll get into that. But Devil's Outdoor Lighting has you covered. Links for those can be also be found in the podcast description and YouTube description should you be watching us on YouTube. So head over to DevilsOutdoor.com. Use discount code RAMBLIN for 10% off of your order. Hey, man. Hey, man. And hey, man, here at Ramblin' About Racing, presented by Devos Outdoor Lighting. Head over to devosoutdoor.com and use discount code RAMBLIN for 10% off of your order. And those links can be found in your podcast description below. And now... We talk about the Roval for the Xfinity and Cup. Gentlemen, how's the weekend overall for both races? I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty good. The Roval, like I said before, at the end of the news segment, rarely disappoints. I think a lot of people didn't like it because of the, it, it was different, but I think it's really grown on us. It's become a good race. I think it beats the 500-mile circle track, which was a fun race in itself, but... I, I think, yeah, you know, uh, and honestly, it's so I think unique. people have come to fear the Roval more than they do Talladega the week before. Yeah, I mean, you heard it in the interviews there before the race that Ryan Blaney, of course, wasn't worried. William Byron, Byron wasn't worried about the Roval. They were excited about it and wanted to win, but everybody else was <laughs> nervous. they were locked in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were locked in. Everybody else was so nervous about that race. And it's it, it it really produced like from beginning to end. It's like what's going to happen, and ooh, that caution could that change things. It was just one thing after another after another, and the pit mm-hmm. strategies and everything. The one thing I will say that I did not like about the Roval weekend was that that NASCAR brought back stage cautions. The, I mean, do you guys? I, I mean, I like the road course. I don't like stage cautions as it as it turns out as it you know begins. It's not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of it, but not having it on road course helped the flow of the race. I feel it made it more interesting to watch. But then bringing it back, I think you're just trying to cause chaos and drama there. Yeah, I think they brought it back just for the playoffs. Yep, for I, people to try to maximize on points and capitalize and stuff like that. Which is fine to do, but if you're going to do it at one, do them at all. Do it at all of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree there. I didn't agree. Uh, I didn't you know, like that call. Have, yeah, they shouldn't have brought it back just for the Roval. If they were going to bring it back, they should have waited until next year and just brought it back on all of them. Exactly. Um, at the same time, I feel that the road courses get stretched out too much when there's no stage costs. But you can say that about any track. Well, that is it may. The other tracks still have stage costs. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I understand without stage costs, you could just sit there for an hour or two just watch just cars get spread out but without but with but without this with the stage costumes yeah you of course you're going to bunch them back up i just didn't like the call there i feel like it was un unnecessary to call it at the roval during a uh, playoff race right and that that's my thing with that but yeah overall the weekend was really good both races were outstanding with uh, the xfinity and cup series i was hoping the I think like everybody to see Kyle Bush, if Kyle Bush could pull it off against AJ Allmendinger in the Cup Series, that wasn't the case though. 
because we had four drivers. This was a cutoff race to Roval. Four drivers knocked out, surprisingly enough, and this was a surprise for me, Kozlowski, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain all out. And I'll just ask you guys straight up, any surprise there? Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say as much with Chastain, Wallace, and Kozlowski. You know, yeah, Kozlowski's had a better year than what he's had in the past. Chastain also hasn't really performed this year like he did a season ago. Uh, Bush, however, you know, Bush come out hot with RCR in his first season. It's like it stalled. They had a lot of bad weeks just back to back to back, and I just don't think they could ever rebound from it. Yeah, they had some good runs, but at the same time, those good runs were just too little too late. Yeah, it, it was – Surprising to me to see Kozlowski, to be honest with you, be out. I mean, we were all, I mean, each driver had their own little shining moments there in the race where they could hang in there and try and, and contend for a win and contend for a decent finish, but then hoping that the rest of the drivers would have something go wrong with them. And some drivers just barely got in and some drivers just barely got out. And the drivers that are in now going forward was is Larson, Hamlin, Blaney, Busher. Truex, Bell, Byron, and Reddick. And out of all those guys, out of the now the, the round of eight starting with Las Vegas, Homestead, and Martinsville coming up, who advances and who races for a chance at it next year out of those well, eight? I'm going to say Byron makes it. Yeah, uh, Byron. Just because, yeah, he come out hot. He kind of slowed off or leveled out. But they have uh, they found you know that high gear again so and it doesn't right now it doesn't matter if it's a road course super speedway short track whatever byron tends to be at the front yep he does and he, he's he's consistently up there and you can't take that away what do you think austin who do you think uh shines in this round of eight call me crazy but i'm gonna say chris busher makes it to the final four okay i mean i don't call you crazy there because busher's have been having a well of a season consistent very consistent i mean three wins of the season he's having a breakout year and four getting cut you have busher bell reddick blaney in that order busher's only three to the to the bad there so now granted there are four there's four of them they're all pretty close like ryan blaney's last but he's only 10 to the bad it's 10 points and it's so tight it's so tight going into the round of eight it's crazy. You have Byron that starts at plus 20. Truex Jr., surprisingly, at a plus 15. But, you know, one race, and Hamlin and Larson are on the bad side of it there. I mean, on the outside looking in, because Hamlin's only plus 11, Larson's only plus 3. And you know Hamlin will choke on pit, uh, pit road. No, I don't think so. Not this year. He's been They've been doing well this year. I mean, okay, yeah. yeah. He's, well, if, he's, if, he did it to himself last week, though, with yeah, speed. Yeah, and I was just about to say that because I was about to put my foot in my mouth. It's like, oh, uh, well, unless he speeds on pit road. <laughs> and, and you guys almost, and I almost ate my own words right there. If Hamlin doesn't beat himself, I think he goes to the round of four. I'm with you there, Austin. Busher goes to the round of four. Byron, and maybe, yeah, and, and I'd say I, maybe a dark honestly, horse Reddick, but. My money's on yeah, Larson. Because I see Reddick and Larson. Well, Reddick, Larson, and Bale performing good at Homestead uh, just because, you know, it's running the high line top track. However, at Vegas, you know, I could see Busher being strong at Vegas, but I could see Truex Jr. being strong at Vegas and 
Blaney. Now, however, I think Byron's probably going to come out and win Vegas. So yeah, I mean, realistically, you could say the top, the round of eight could finish in the top eight. They could all finish in the top ten. They're, I think they're all that good, but there's always something. We saw it at yep. Texas. We saw it at Darlington. It seems like bad luck finds the guys in the playoffs. I think it'll be Trix too, because he has struggled. I don't even know how he's in the round of eight. I don't know either. He has pure struggled since the word go. Yeah. Since the Southern Cookout 500, Cookout Southern 500, Southern Cookout 500, I don't know. The 19 team hasn't been doing well at all. I mean, he's, no. he struggled as bad as Kyle Bush did last year in the playoffs. Yeah, and Kyle Bush was out at the Bass Pro Shop 500 there at Bristol. I'm surprised he made it past there. Kyle Bush, that being Kyle Bush and Truex. But as we've yeah. seen, I mean, anything could happen. we still got a lot of racing go. Three weeks, that's Las Vegas Homestead in Martinsville, which is going to be a fun cutoff race right there, if you ask me, this year. I think it's going to be a little more intense this year than it has been in previous years. But, yeah, I think that's no, no really surprises there when it comes to who's been knocked out. But I think once we cover, I think we're going to be previewing Las Vegas for you guys, if I'm not mistaken. Here, let me look at the schedule. We're going to be previewing Las yeah. Vegas. The guys from Blind Spotting NAS- NASCAR podcast will bring you the preview for Homestead. We'll review that, preview Martinsville, and it seems like we'll have a collaboration. So if I'm not, if I'm not saying anything, but I think you know, probably a season wrap up there with the guys from Blind Spotting, uh, the whole crew right, right there, talking about the I'll, season. I'll, I'll say that I think Byron and Larson both are going to lock up two of the spots. Uh, the rest is going to be up for grabs. Yeah, I think it's going to be Hamlin into Austin's Point Busher. There's no reason why it wouldn't be those two. Unless, I mean, Truex brings a ra- pulls the rabbit out of his hat, his hat because the strongest guy on the Joe Gibbs racing team right now is Denny Hamlin. Yeah. However, Bill is... Not far behind him when it comes to the playoffs here. So no, and they and they picked it up last year. They in did. The yeah, they, they sure they, did. They, but they got kind of screwed too. There, ironically enough, I think it was at Las Vegas when Bubba Wallace did that crazy thing with Kyle Larson Kyle, and Christopher Bell was collected. Was it Las Vegas there? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it was. So I mean, bad luck could find you, even though it's not your fault. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. I'm looking forward to it. This should be a fun round. But switching gears back to the Roval here, gentlemen, there has been a lot of rumors and talk about the Roval going away, going back to the Charlotte Oval. And after this past race week, and we kind of hinted on it when we talked about the schedule here, after this past weekend, do you guys foresee after 2024 the Roval going away? No, I, no, I don't. I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. I now, think it, I think would they it. would they possibly swap it? it? You know, depending on how it goes, maybe not necessarily this year, but this year and the next year. Or I mean, sorry, not necessarily next year, but next couple of years at Roval, could they possibly swap it and run the Roval earlier in the year and bring the oval race to the playoffs? Yeah, I guess I could see that. But I don't see them getting rid of the Roval altogether. Yeah, it's a fun race. And, Charlie, you and I went there in 2019. Austin, I think, uh, like I said earlier, we're, we're trying to play in something, maybe going there next year in 2024 because it is a fun race. It is a, you, you see the whole track. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to get a new tent before we do that. No, no, I, I got a camper. <laughs> I bring, uh, yeah, because uh, that tent. <laughs> it's, it no longer if, exists. Why? What if, happened? Uh, 
if y'all didn't almost mess it up at Talladega, me, Matthew, and Brandon for sure messed it up at Kinston. They sure did. Well, I, <laughs> well, I know when when it's still on the back of Roy's work truck. Listen, I had my life on the lines trying to save that tent, and she had a little thunderstorm come through, and oh, no, a hurricane came through. Like they Jim decided Corey, that, hey, I think three to, of us can hold this thing down. It's nothing but a giant parachute. Oh, yeah, no. it was. I mean, Jim Cantor was up top <laughs> trying to get in the bottom pits to film us and all, and it was it was rough. Oh, I think that's a story for not next week, but the week after Austin, because that sounds like a fun one. I can't remember what. Well, I got a text saying I, I had to. I had to look back and see what it said, but it was like, "Hey," and you know how <laughs> all those texts that start out like that, how they end up. No, I said, "Hey, don't be mad." That's oh right. no. <laughs> But oh man, uh, that sounds yeah. that sounds like a good beer drinking story right there. If you ask me, Austin, because because I'm surprised that ten held up in Talladega because I remember you stumbling over and falling into it. No, that was my ten. I stumbled into. I didn't stumble. I was practicing my juking moves. Oh. I used to be running back. Oh, was that it? Yeah. yeah well, obviously, your knee gave out or something. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I still got the scar on my knee to prove it. Oh no. Wait, wait. No, I thought the tent was going to give out when we started strapping all them flags to it. Yeah, when we had the 36 flags on there, and then the good gust of wind came through. 40. 40, sorry. Wait, no, not even that. 20. There were 20. 20 flags. 20 flags, five per pole, four poles. All right, that's it. I'm going to call it right now. I'm sending. I'm calling Charlotte Motor Speedway, setting up for Oval. Be ready for that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're we'll take we'll take donations on here for a new tent, guys. Yeah, no, no doubt. Go go to our Patreon, no support the show, and and maybe we could get a new tent. Either way, we're going to bring. Or if you can just get a um, instead of a tent, if, if if we can just get an awning that I could put on the side of the trailer, dude. I'm bringing a camper. That, work too. I'm bringing a camper. Okay, I'm just. Yeah. We got AC now. We're going to be bougie at the roll. Yeah, road. but if we bring Charlie's 38 foot trailer, we can bring all of our i racing rigs in it, and we can have real fun. We can make a killer. Yes, five dollars for five laps, and it's got AC. Okay, you know what? We'll, we'll work the logistics out on that, Charlie. If you want to bring the camper, <laughs> and it's up. got splinters and dents in the inside of it for me and him hitting it this year. <laughs> I know it's got a dent in one side of it. Right, a story for another time, gentlemen, because you're going to leave me in suspense. I would love to hear that story here. Okay, I got D- I got DQ'd. He just said, "Leave it for another." Leave, time. Leave, leave well, it, that's a short story. It really is. Okay, well, let's hear the story here before we get into our final question. Before we preview can't, uh, Las Vegas, See, this is why we got kicked off show in the first place. You don't <laughs> listen to Matt. You just run your mouth. <laughs> first of all, again, that's why we got kicked and cut okay. and booted. Nobody got kicked and cut and booted. I never once cut you guys. It just well, it just was weird. It just, it, I I apologized publicly. But I never said you guys are cut. Man, I had to pack up my family and move because I got cut from the show. That's not true. Home. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Austin brings up a good point. Now we're off to rails again. It's like, well. Sorry, guess. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Uh, we could. Anyway, I finished fourth. Third place got DQ'd. Or second place got DQ'd. And then I go across the scales. And then I get DQ'd because the left front's too low. Nobody's fault but my own. But... That's why I was mad. I was mad at myself. I wasn't even mad that I got DQ'd. But, boy, I was ill at myself. So, what, you just punched a camper? Trailer. Okay. I moved hey, thanks, Austin. one stall to the left. So, why do you punch an inanimate object? I don't really understand why people do that. Well, the only other person there, I can't hit a family member. Wait, 
it wasn't your daughter, was it? It's like, well, it's no. either the daughter or the, I, the trailer. It's my wife. <laughs> you know, oh, Austin's Austin's wife. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. There were there was a lot of girls there that night. So, actually, I'm, yeah, I'm, I remember that. There was I'm, a lot of them. I'm, I'm curious to see which. I'm I'm just cracked up another beer. I'm his new girl there that night. Uh, new old. New old. Oh, golly, that didn't last long. Can we have a spinoff show tomorrow of just catching up for like the past five months? <laughs> I, I think we could do a bonus show, a oh, bonus episode, me. and just release it. And I think we could catch up. I think we could like, do that. That's a good idea, Austin. That, that's going to send us to the top. Like We're going to surpass Actions Detrimental and all that just yeah. by a bonus spinoff. I mean, Detrimental. I know what, what he meant. Okay, okay, so stay tuned the rest of this week. We're going to have a bonus episode. It should be fun. And so we'll go yeah. ahead and start cooling mm-hmm. the beers there. So And then we'll catch up there. So, okay. With Las Vegas here, Las Vegas start uh, this weekend for the Xfinity and Cup Series. The round of, or, or do you guys want to talk about the Formula One race there at Qatar? Because there's not. Look, there's, that season's over. Yeah. I was about to say, there ain't really much cover okay. on that. But here's here's my thing. So the Qatar race, Max Verstappen secured his third championship in a row with five races to go in the season. Season's over for Formula One as far as the champion. Now, the way he won it, though, is the question that I want to bring up here before we get into Las Vegas. He won it on what is called the sprint race, which is pretty much a, I think it's a 15-lap race to set something. I don't know what it's for. It was to set the qualifying order and to make sure all that, but it's turned into just a, it, it's kind of a mood point, if you ask me. It's just a waste of time, if you ask me. And I wish Preston was here because he could talk more about it. But he yeah. won it. He won it on that race. Yeah. Um, I see sprint races maybe, you know, doing something with qualifying and stuff. But it, it, at the same time, it shouldn't be a points race. It shouldn't be a points um, race. And, and we all know qualifying in F1 is like the most important part. If you start is a sprint part, race like a heat race? It, it is like of. a heat race. I mean, but except everybody's racing. And they get points. And I think points are only awarded to the top five, vice to top ten. Which brings us to our next point. And I've said it before. F1 needs a points restructure. But that, so would that really change anything? Because if the same driver's up front, that being Verstappen now, and he's winning everything or finishing second, or, I mean, he's gaining those consistent points. He's finishing on the podium each time. Mm-hmm. Is, is it, are we going to see it, and instead of being with five races go, a driver securing the championship, are we going to see it with two races go, three races go? And we've seen that in NASCAR before with three, four, or two to three races go. A driver has gotten enough consistent points and consistency back in the day to right. win the championship. But Formula One seems to happen with five races to go, and the season goes all the way through December. To me, I mean, I think maybe we're just used to the playoffs now where it's like it's not over till it's over in the final right. race. I, yeah, I just I feel like there's, there's too much of a gap between the points positions. Like P1's 25, P2's 18, P3's 15. And we it drops from twenty five, drops seven points to eighteen, and then it only drops three to fourth, and fourth to fifth it drops two. It drops two all the way back to tenth place. And I think it's only the top ten that get awarded points. Yeah, and it is. And, but I mean the the point is, I think with that, we we've been in the dead horse. If you could go back and listen to any episode in the past and, and we could talk about when we bring up Formula One, we'll talk about the point structure and how we don't think it's right, but I don't think that's gonna change anytime soon. But we look at Verstappen winning the championship on a sprint race 
a race that should set the qualifying order and not be awarded points, if you ask me. Kind of takes away from yeah, the race yeah. weekend. That was the championship. Yeah. So why yeah. even watch the race? Why even watch, Why even go to Las Vegas to watch the race here in the next couple of weeks or any other race coming up here? And, and it's just we're going to beat the dead horse on this. Congrats to Verstappen. I just hope someone dethrones him. I don't even care if Lewis Hamilton dethrones him. Somebody compete with these guys. But I think we'll beat the dead horse here. Verstappen won. Season's over. We'll tell you the winner of the upcoming races coming up here, especially Las I'll watch Las Vegas, but that's about it. Yeah, that's just because it's new. Exactly. Now, now going back to Las Vegas for the Cup and Xfinity, we're kind of bouncing around here. That's okay. Round of eight starting for the NASCAR Cup Series. What do you guys expect to see in these final four in these final four races coming up here? That being Las Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, and then Phoenix. What I mean, the points are already close. Charlie, you talked about that earlier. I think we're going to see a tighter race this year than we did in the previous years when the playoffs started. I agree. You know, this year all the racing's been pretty, pretty decent. Uh, some better than others, by all means, but. I feel like there's a lot of people on the outside this year that you didn't expect to be on the outside of of yeah on the outside the looking of, at you know starting the top eight or whatever. Bush Harvick, yeah, yeah. So I feel like if they have grudges, then you you might see a little bit more payback than than what you have in in years past, especially if you're on the outside looking in. I mean, we haven't really seen many of that this year, have we? No, the only rivalries we got this year's uh. Hamlin and Larson have had a couple run-ins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chastain the- has had a few run-ins. But, I mean, after yep. Darlington. Also with Hamlin. You're right. But even then, I mean, Charles, after that Darlington race in the spring where Chastain ran up and hit Larson and wrecked them both, Larson has, or Chastain hasn't been the same driver. That's why I'd like it's, that's like It's a, funny how after uh, – uh, Mr. Hendricks spoke his words. Ross Chastain has kind of fell off the map, if you know what I'm saying. Anybody I, else catch that? Absolutely. That's why I I was a big fan of Ross Chastain. Now it's like, what happened, dude? Where's your commitment? Well, it was he, you know, he recognized what the Japanese recognized a long time ago. They've, they've awakened the beast. True, but at the same time, if you were... I like your reference there. Yeah, it was a good yeah. reference, Charlie. Even, the, even then, I'll give you some on that. If if somebody walked up... Let me ask you guys this then. Charlie was just an aggr- aggressive driver, which he's not. I think Charlie's consistent. <laughs> okay, Sorry. Charlie's in a consistent hey, driver. If it's a late model race on iRacing, you... Oh, okay. Rabbit hole. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll talk about that in our bonus episode. But, I mean, Charlie, I mean, when he's on the track for real, he's a consistent. He takes care of his fender. He keeps the fenders on the car. You know, he – okay, again, you know – I mean, Austin the, messed my car up more than I did this year. The races that I've seen Charlie race in, he's been – I'm not I'm not aggressive with other people. Not, you're not, you're not, not as aggressive as I probably should be. Right. Pretty dang aggressive with that front stretch wall. Yeah. I, I said people. People. But I didn't it, say inanimate objects. If Charlie raced like Ross Chastain races, and in the let's just say that ninety four team who we had the Saturday night fight night with came in and said, He better stop or there's gonna be problems. Would you guys even listen and say, If you can't play with us, don't come play at all? I, I kind of am disappointed with Chastain on that. And I think that's what prevented him from going from the round of 
12 to the round of eight and then continue for a championship. Yeah, yeah. I, I was me. a Chastain fan until this year. Yeah, and I, then he, I, was, well, I, mean, I was a Chastain hey, fan until after Darlington. And after Darlington, he just completely he did just, a 180. He fell off, yeah. He, he quit being the aggressive, you know, I got to do what I got to do to get the front, which a lot of people hate it. I didn't like it. Some of the things he did, but it made he made it interesting at I the loved end, it. for sure. Yeah, I loved it. And then when Noah Gregson came up and said – Hey, I'm going to confront this guy with that stupid bull cut and got punched in the face. It's like, yeah, Chastain's my guy. And then after that, it's just Chastain just disappeared, rode away. Rick Hendrick cut the funding off to a track house. Oh, are they an affiliate team? No, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. No, I think they're affiliated with Childress. With Childress, right? Yeah. But Rick Hendrick's the top, so I'm pretty sure he pulled some strings somewhere along the line with Chevrolet. That's a good conspiracy theory. Money talks, bullcrap walks. That's been the saying for years. It's so. true. Very true, Austin. You if you're it. playing with Rick Hendrick, that's not the one to play with. True. But Las Vegas this week should be a lot of fun. You guys got race picks, or you want to you wanna do start times first and then race picks? Yeah, we do start times. All right, picks. start times. Saturday, October 14th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA is the Xfinity Series race. And Sunday, October 15th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC is the first round of eight from Las Vegas, and that is again on NBC at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Race winners for this weekend, no F1 race, no truck race, unfortunately. Just Cup and Xfinity, two races this weekend, and whoever wants to start off can go ahead. Go ahead, Austin. Um, Verstappen wins the F1 race. No, they're not racing, but he's still going to win. Yeah, okay. Well played. <laughs> um, Xfinity, I'm going to say Josh Berry, a non-playoff driver. Cup, I'm going to say Byron, and he locks himself into the final four. Charlie? Hey, took one of mine, I'm going to say all guy on the Xfinity race just for the fact that that man's been up front week in and week out. Hadn't really had a whole lot of bad races this year. Uh, now for the Cup Series side, I you know you, you stole my pick on that one, so I'll go you know I'll go another another HMS guy there and uh, say Larson. I tell you, I'm not even going to go with Larson. Elliott's going to finally get a win this season. No, Ooh. not in Vegas. I don't see it happening in Vegas. I see it happening at Martinsville before I see it in Vegas. I could see I that at Martinsville. That's your opinion. You're entitled to it. Ooh, we'll have to wait and see. It should be fun. For yeah. That's a good one. I, that's why I'm glad you guys are back here. So, for the Xfinity series... I bet he says name a check. No. That's the low-hanging fruit. That would be the obvious Austin pick. Austin Hill. No. Oh. The driver... Creed. Damn, it! Now I want to change it. <laughs> yes. <Kaz> Sheldon Grawla. <laughs> yeah, Kaz Grawla. I think Sheldon Creed gets it done, even though he announced that he will be leaving Richard Childress Racing at the end of this year. I think Sheldon Creed goes out and at least puts a win on. I would say that, you know, I mean, although he won last week, Sam Mayer there at the Roval, he's winning on road courses, no more road courses. Sam Mayer is in trouble, if you ask me, especially being that close on the bubble. And for the playoffs, as far as the Cup Series, Denny Hamlin locks himself into the Final Four this weekend in Vegas. As long as he watches his green green lights on pit road. It's true. As long as he watches the lights on pit road, there will be no issue with that. And, gentlemen, that's it for this week's episode of Random Bowed Race. And, again, next week, 
or not next week, tomorrow we'll do a, a, a nice catch up. That's a good idea, Austin. So make sure to subscribe to your major podcast, all major podcast platforms, rambling about racing for that bonus episode. That should be fun. And I have a feeling we might be drinking a little. And if it's going crazy, we'll just leave the uncensored one on Patreon. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't have any one of the beat buttons yet. So. Yeah, none of you do. It's okay. So I'll, I'll meticulously go through if it gets crazy and have that on our regular podcast platform and our uncensored one on Patreon. Through our episode coming up. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't know. We're going to hurry up. Me and Charlie's been pretty good at Vegas and the Xfinity cars with iRacing, so All right. we got to catch the 10 o'clock race. <laughs> All right. Well, that's coming up here in like two minutes. Still have well, to do three, different time zone. Okay. Okay. So we got an hour here. So we'll go ahead and hit into our final thoughts this week in NASCAR and our fantasy standings, unless you guys have anything else. No, I'm, I ain't got nothing. We're wrapping up this episode, and a fun episode it's been, but we have to tell you about one more partner here, and that is Fanatics, who has been a partner of Rambling About Racing since even when we were called in the Marvel's Weekly Racing Podcast. Find the latest and greatest NASCAR gear from T-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, from all your favorite drivers, as well as NASCAR merchandise like I'm a big fan of the golf bag right now. Probably won't get it, but big fan of it. But if that's your thing, you can buy anything you want there. But it's only not just NASCAR stuff. I buy all my Alabama gear from there for the upcoming Crimson Tide season coming up. My Washington Capitals gear fan. Any sport you could think of, Fanatics has you covered. Follow the links in the podcast description and YouTube descriptions for our show in order to take you to the link that will give you all access to all Fanatics. All proceeds will help out, help us out here at Belly Up Sports as well as here at Ramblin' About Racing. So for all your sports gear needs, go check out Fanatics, and they got you covered. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts on this week's episode of Rambling About Race in episode 180. Thank you to all of those who have stuck around these 180 episodes from episode one, when it was just us at, Ram- at In the Marbles, to now episode 180, can't believe it, of Rambling About Race, and it should get more interesting as we go along here. Gentlemen, this week in NASCAR, fantasy standings for In the Marbles 2.0. That will wrap up this week's episode. And Charlie, you want to do the fantasy standings or you want me to do this week in NASCAR first? Uh, I got the fantasy standings pulled up. So. All right, go ahead and hit those, buddy. Let's see here. So I'm not going to really read off the bottom as usual because some of them have just quit playing like Austin. Yeah, so, why is oh, that, man, Austin? We we were strong. <laughs> I signed me and my wife up for it, and we were strong. She actually waxed my butt the first, like, three, four weeks. And then I think it was around Mother's Day. We just, man, life hit us in the face and we got busy. And it's okay. I missed two races and I didn't, I'm competitive. So if I miss two, I might as well miss them all. So, all right, fair enough. It's a a rebuilding season. We'll be back strong next year. Sounds good, buddy. Matt is in eighth. Okay. You don't have to, I don't think you have to read me anymore. I think I'm out. 
Okay. So top five. <laughs> top five. There we go. <laughs> uh, SMR operations for 55. Uh, number four is S Blades with 56.74. Number three, Matt Camper with 57.91. I'm sitting second with 58.31. And DraftKings Research lineup at 59.60. All right. So where's TS Pro Mod? Sixth. He didn't make the top five. Who's TS Pro Mod? Jeff. Jeff. Called that from a mile. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Got yeah, it. he wasn't quite tall enough to make the top five. <laughs> Shots fired. You're a fine one to be talking. You're all the same height. Uh, I got him by maybe an inch or two, you know. Inch goes a long way sometimes, gentlemen. All right. This. <laughs> all right. P's and Q's, Charlie. P's and Q's. Before you say anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, I know why I was warning you. (laughs) All right. This week in NASCAR, October 17th, 1982, Daryl Waltrip wins the Old Dominion 500 at Barnesville and takes the championship points lead. Bobby Allison suffers an engine failure for the second straight race and trails Waltrip by 37 in the chase for the NASCAR Winston Cup Grand National title. Again, that was October 17th, 1982. Man, how things have changed there. And gentlemen, that was our episode this week. Unless you guys have anything else for us. No, I reckon I'm good. No, I'm good. Just right. stay tuned for the bonus episode stay if we can for, make it happen. I think we can make it happen. I really do think we can make it happen, gentlemen. It, it should be fun. There's been a lot of stuff happened since February. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has been. It has been. But, hey, stay tuned for that. Keep on the lookout for that. Make sure, again, to subscribe to all major podcast platforms, Rambling About Race, and our YouTube channel. We'll get that back up here soon enough. And, gentlemen, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up on this episode of Rambling About Race. And thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it wherever you are. Again, leave a, a, a rating and a comment there in your major podcast platform and your podcast platform and tell us how we're doing and just help us out in the ranking systems for that. I'd like to thank our sponsors for the show, Stand Up to Cancer, Fanatics, Extreme Sim Racing, and Devos Outdoor Lighting for all they do here at Rambling About Racing and what they do for Belly Up Sports as well. Make sure to follow Rambling About Racing on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and again, YouTube for the latest and greatest in the world of auto racing and see what's going on in our lives as well. For Charlie Herkis, Chuck8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves 6, my Twitter has still been disabled. We'll get that back up and running. Stay safe and have a good rest of your week.